and I hear Sean talk about training for and running an Ironman marathon. That's awe-inspiring. I look up to guys like that, that set those goals, and they go, and they drive, and they do that. But it's kind of extreme, I think. <laughs> Maybe Sean would like to come sit on my couch and drink beer and eat pizza and smoke cigars, you know, for balance. I come to Ironman for balance in my life. I spent most of my adult life in the darkness. I worked there, and I played there. It became very comfortable for me. I have to come here intentionally. I want some balance in my life. But this is not a balanced place. This room is not balanced. This room is filled with extremists, overachievers, people who rarely, if ever, sit on the couch. David Hill, Christian guy, financial guy, married, family guy, Christian leader. He started this Iron Man thing. He runs it. How many years have we been doing this now? How many years have you been doing this? 13 years. He serves others. He developed, as part of his financial business, this estate planning guide that he sells to his customers, but he offered that to us for free as a service to his brothers. He put together that little Christian conference, Forging Your Faith, something, you know, a couple weeks ago. Probably did it in his spare time. He's a constant source of Christian inspiration and support. Constant. Extremist. Dave Ogden, chief of police, Dave Ogden. He's been a cop for 35 years. We heard him toss last week about his life and the obstacles that he's overcome. Overcome? <laughs> wow. He's also a highly certified and trained Brazilian jiu-jitsu master, police defensive tactics expert. He's taught and competed at the highest levels, nationally and internationally. Extremist. <laughs> We've got men here in this room that went to our finest military academies in the world, and they went on to become officers in our militaries. They led men in conflicts, and they've led men in Bible studies. Extremists. When I come here, I, I feel like I get to hang out with celebrities, heroes. Ever get your picture taken with somebody that's important to you? A movie star or a rock star or a politician or a pastor or a military hero? Ever think, wow, it would be so cool if I could hang out with that person, if I could be on the inside, you know, the inner circle to talk and to communicate and be that, you know. One of my favorite songs is, If I Could Have a Beer with Jesus, Thomas Wright. If you haven't heard that, it's definitely worth a listen. With or without the beer, Jesus doesn't care. But that's how I feel coming here. Although Woody Allen had a joke years ago that said, I'd hesitate to be affiliated with any club that would have me as a member. My name is Kurt Myrie. I was born and raised a Catholic, a cradle Catholic, we call that, raised in the Catholic faith. Protestants call that a heathen extremist. I'm okay with that. I grew up in Minnesota, mostly a traditional family, mom and dad, two younger sisters. I was immersed in that culture. I didn't really know any different until I got out in the world. When I was 19, I dropped out of college, joined the Navy. My address was the USS Enterprise. I was an aviation bosun's mate, flight deck green shirt guy. I worked 18 to 20 hour days as a catapult operator on the flight deck. I like to tell people now that I was raised in the suburbs of Minneapolis, but I grew up on the flight deck of an aircraft carrier. It's kind of extreme. I got to sail around the world. The world is an extremely dark place. I still had my faith, but I did what I wanted. I didn't even think that was a sin at the time. It never entered my mind. I wonder about Solomon, but that was extreme. 
My last year in the Navy, I married my high school girlfriend. We were best friends, but turns out not lovers. I'm pretty sure I had sex five times in that first year. One time I remember she said, why don't you leave me alone and go get a hooker? It's kind of extreme. I didn't, but. So after my tour in the Navy, I got out, we got out, and moved home to Minneapolis, and I became a salesman. That was extremely boring. A couple years later, in 1983, I got hired by the Orlando Police Department. My wife left me. Being a cop was too extreme. My dad died of a sudden heart attack two days before the academy started. That was kind of extreme. A short time after I got off training and was on my own as a young cop, I met my current wife. She was a 911 operator. After five years of celibacy, she was very extreme. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Police work was fun. The danger was exhilarating. As a cop, I got to hang out with extremely cool people. The kind of people they make TV shows and movies about. The kind of people that have fun. That was very dark but very extreme. My wife Christine and I had a good life. We were both raised in faith, but we rarely ever talked about it, except at funerals, so I guess pretty often. Eventually we wanted to have kids, so she got pregnant, but had a miscarriage. For me it was no big deal, but for her it was extremely hard. Anyway, uh, tubal pregnancy with emergency surgery, five miscarriages, and two daughters later, we had our family. People say that's extreme. When our daughters were still young, Christina decided that they needed church. We needed God in our lives with our kids. I wasn't against that, so we did. And getting back into church actually saved my life. I spent 33 years as a cop. It was mostly in extremely high-risk situations, positions. I was in task forces. I ran canine unit. I ran attack unit, a tactical patrol unit. I was a designated rifleman. Most of this work was in very dark places. I was an extremist. But unlike before, now I brought light with me. I knew, and sometimes others knew, that I belonged to him, that I belonged to Jesus. I was subtle about it, but I tried to let people know. And my wife and I talked about it now to each other and to our kids. Our kids knew what dad did growing up. They knew about funerals, but they knew we were saved because we talked about it. It was their normal. But talking to your kids about dad not coming home is kind of extreme. To achieve balance in police work and in life, I needed three types of fitness. I needed physical fitness. I needed to be in shape. I needed to be able to run, and I needed to be able to fight. I needed to be able to stay in the game for as long as it took. I needed mental fitness. I needed to study the laws, the policies, the procedures. I needed to be a student of the game. I needed to find out why Officer Jones got killed and figure out how I could do it differently. And I needed spiritual fitness. I needed to know where I was going. I needed to know where I would end up. I needed to not be afraid. I had to refine and actually define my theology, to know what I believe, to actually believe what I said I believed. I had to be willing to take a stand. I wanted to let my theology dictate my circumstances, not let my circumstances decide what my theology was. Like training for the Ironman, you've got to train for this spiritual battle. The enemy is attacking you every day, and spiritual battle is extreme. You don't need to be aggressive to people. Jesus was calm, subtle, but extreme. Become comfortable with extreme beliefs. St. Paul said, pray unceasingly. 
Is praying when you don't need it? Balance. Hey, God, just calling to say, hey, nothing going on. Checking in. Intentional prayer is a counterbalance to our extreme life. And like an Ironman, you've got to train. Train to pray. Pray unceasingly. Pray out loud. And then stand still and listen. Be an example of a person that people want to get close to. Be a person that people want to hang out with, spend time with. Be a person people want to have their picture taken with, to be in a club with. Decide what you want people to say about you at your funeral, and then do that. Life is an extreme sport. Life is an Ironman race, but we don't get to know the route. We don't know where the finish line is. Our bike might break down. The current might blow us off course. Living is extreme. It's a full contact martial art. But there's no referees, no mat, no time limit. It's extreme. If these things are true, we need to intentionally surround ourselves with other extreme people, people who can help us along the way. And you men are that for me. Thanks for letting me hang out with you. It's just as cool as I thought it would be. God bless you. That was awesome. Kirk came to me this morning and goes, listen, I'm going 15 minutes and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> and I just looked up and said, yes, sir. <laughs> so, all right. So, Kurt has provided three questions. Thank you for providing three questions. Sometimes guys provide three questions and questions within the questions within the questions. So, yeah, great job. So, table captains, the floor is yours. We're going to actually open that door up and I'm going to take the first timers table with Jesse and we're going to move outside just so that you guys know.